Good morning and welcome to morningencouragement.com. My name is Glenn Siebert and uh, this is another segment of what I like to call Blogs to Go, which is uh, essentially an audio version of the post that I make for that day. So if you don't have time to read it, you can listen to it um, as I talk to you um, about it, kind of read it. Expound on it, talk about it, whatever, uh, but just an audio version in case you are running short on time. I'm whispering a little bit uh, because my wife is sleeping in the next room, and um, if I use my outside voice, my regular voice, um, I will definitely wake her up, so uh, that's why I sound kind of weird. Anyway... Uh, This morning's entry is called, It's Time to Welcome God's Plan B. I don't know about you, but I've got a lot of plan A's. Uh, And when my plan A doesn't go as I plan it to go, frustration sets in, right? Like, has this ever happened to you? Uh, Maybe you have this grand idea in your head concerning, you know, like what your life is going to look like. Uh, You're going to have that great job that you got because you got that great degree that you worked really hard at. And you're going to marry this amazing girl that you met at this amazing school that you got accepted to. And you'll have two beautiful kids, right? And they're going to be running around uh, the backyard of your beautiful house. Now, you'll have problems, but you'll push through and your family will be healthy. Everyone will be happy. You'll take vacations. Your cupboards will be full all the time and everything is going to be great. Great, easy, and, you know, relatively problem-free. But the problem is, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I have, life rarely works that way, right? In fact, more often than not, our plan A's don't at all end up resembling what we initially dreamed them to be. Like, we might not get accepted into that school, and we might not meet the girl, or if we do, we might not be able to have the kids. Uh, The house might be way, way out of our price range, and our family might be filled with health problems. Money might be tight. We might live paycheck to paycheck that comes from the retail job that we never thought we would have to have. We might not be able to budget for vacations, and there might be months where we need to decide between food on the table and keeping the gas and electric on. Life is hard, right? Now, maybe I'm being dramatic, okay, but I'm trying to make a point, and the point is this. We often think that we know how life is going to turn out. And and we often build and dream the blueprints of our plan A, only to have to bow out and figure out another way when they come crashing down and they don't work. But but here's the thing I wanted to share with you this morning, and this is really cool. Okay, when our plan A takes a dive, that's when we're finally ready to dive into God's plan B. Which, by the way, is always 10,000 times better than the plan A we were shooting for in the first place. Now, I've had a lot of plan A's, to be honest with you. Okay, here's a few that have to do more with like occupational, job, purpose, calling type stuff, okay? Uh, Plan A, I was going to pastor the Fairfield Reformed Church for 10 to 15 years. That was my first church. I came out of seminary, applied to some churches, got accepted here, took the job. 10 to 15 years, that was my plan. I was there for two. Uh, another plan A, planting unveiled church. 
and being there for the rest of my life. We got this small team together. We met in our garage. Uh, the plan was to bring it out of the garage into the community and pastor this church for the rest of my life. We met in the garage for two years. Okay, plan A, working at Apple. It's going to work at Apple for a year and go back into church ministry. I've been at Apple for almost six years. Plan A, I was going to write a book by the time I was 30. Uh, 34 right now, hasn't happened yet. I was going to get my doctorate, Plan A, in my 50s or 60s. Uh, I'm 34, like I said, and I'm one year into the doctoral program right now. Yet all of my Plan A's bombed, to be honest. And by bomb, I mean that they didn't end up going like I imagined that they would. They might not have necessarily been failures, but it was a failure in the sense that it, they didn't happen in the way that I thought they would happen. And you know what? That's okay. Because God's plan B, that was hiding behind my plan A, turned out in every single case to be a whole heck of a lot better than I could have imagined. Okay, the two years I spent at Fairfield taught me a lot about what's wrong with the church. Uh, the two years I spent at Unveiled in our garage taught me a lot about what's wrong with me. Um, a lot more about myself than a counselor or a class at school could ever teach me. Working at Apple for six years has also taught me a lot about myself and has also helped me to build lifelong relationships that I will be forever grateful for. Not writing a book by 30 helped lead to this, MorningEncouragement.com, which literally sees thousands of visitors every year and is getting me ready to write the book that I thought I was going to write in my 20s, but I clearly wasn't ready to. Uh, going for my doctorate now is allowing me to explore a topic that I'm extremely passionate about while forcing me to uncover issues in my soul that I buried long, long ago. You see, God's plan B's are much better than my plan A's every single time. And it's like that in the Bible, too. I mean, think about Moses, right? Moses would have loved to have just waltzed across the Red Sea without a worry in the world. The Egyptians were bearing down on him and, and the Israelites, and it would have been great if a magical bridge just dropped down from heaven and they could walk across, or uh, it would have been even better if he had, like, an iPhone with Siri to tell him where to turn in order to avoid the, the roadblock of the, the Red Sea. The Red Sea was not part of Moses' plan A. But it was part of God's plan B. And it was 10 million times better than Moses' plan A because God got to show off by bringing the wind, parting the water, saving the Israelites, and giving them countless amazing stories to tell their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren and their great-great-grandchildren. Right? Remember the day that God parted the waters and saved the people is a whole lot more exciting than, oh, Siri told us to turn left and so we avoided the Red Sea and everything turned out great. Right? God's plan is always better than my plan. And when I say that God's plan is plan B, I'm not diminishing his plan or saying that his plan isn't as good as mine. It means that God is a gentleman, and he often lets me take a stab at my own plan A, knowing full well that it's not going to work out the way that I plan, and that I will eventually turn to him where he can usher in his much better and more fulfilling plan B. So what plan A is bombing in your life right now? What's going on in your life that is not happening or unfolding the way that you envisioned it, that it would? And might it be time for you to bow out and open your hands and welcome God's plan B? Something to think about on this early Saturday 
morning. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for today. Thank you, Lord, that you, you let us take a stab at our plans. And thank you that when they don't work out the way that we envision them to, that, that you are there. <laughs> you are there to help us pick up the pieces and to hand us your much better plan B. God, I pray for everyone who's listening right now whose plan A's have hit the ground in flames. And Lord, I pray that today, that you would use today uh, to guide them and show them your much greater plan B. And Lord, I pray that they would know that as they pick up the pieces um, of their broken dreams and broken plans, uh, that they would know that you are there with them, piecing something together that is immeasurably greater than anything that they could ever ask or imagine. Bless them today. Bless us today. In your name we pray. Amen. Have a good day.